All information contained in this podcast is general in nature and does not consider your individual circumstances. You should consider the appropriateness of this information with regards to your individual objectives, financial situation, and needs. Welcome to Sharing More Than The Sheets, a podcast to help you and your partner make better financial and lifestyle decisions so that you can both focus on the things that you love. I'm your host, Michael Curry, financial planner, green thumb, husband, and just dad. This podcast is part of a short series to help and encourage current and potential small business owners to improve and grow. I will be talking to experts in their fields, as well as successful business owners, and we will be discussing what they do and how they do it so well. When I talk to business owners and potential business owners, one of their biggest concern is always how are they going to get clients or customers or how are they going to drive people to their website or to their storefront? And when I do talk to them about advertising online, Facebook, Google, a lot of people sort of know what it is, but many don't actually understand how it actually works and what the real benefits are of advertising online. So today I've invited Jason Rami from BPW Group, who is probably one of the only people that I trust in this area to be with us to talk about it. So uh, Jason, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for inviting me on the podcast, Michael. Right. It's, uh, you know, it's such a hot topic. I mean, it's been a hot topic for a really, really long time anyway. But, um, you know, last time I checked s- statistic-wise, um, and when I say last time I checked, I mean like 15 minutes ago, um, 3.5 billion people uh, per day are searching on Google. And currently there are like 3.78 billion social media users in the world. And that's that, that second stats from 2020. So obviously now it's probably higher, but that's 48% of the population. So it's not a secret that a lot of us use social media in Google all the time. Um, to be honest, I use Google even as a spell checker sometimes if I want to figure out how to spell something. So it's, you know, it's, they're used for everything. Can I ask you where, I see you as an expert in this area. Uh, where did your journey begin being an expert in Google and social media advertising and what, what's, what, what's drawn you to it? So um, my, my journey began in South Africa, actually. Um, I studied marketing management um, and my very first job um, straight after studying was actually with an SEO company that specialized in, in Google AdWords and, um, and SEO. Um, SEO, in case you didn't know, it stands for Search Engine Optimization. Um, and I think starting there, I learned to appreciate how much diversity there was in marketing. You get to know different industries well. You get to know kind of what makes them tick. And it just made my my interest in, in online specifically, um, the interest in that kind of marketing just grow. And, you know, I've just been part of it ever since there. I've now maybe in it like seven or eight years um, from when we're speaking. And, and it's it's one of those things, It's it's grown a lot, but I think it's – the a lot of people are slowly starting to realize and when i say slowly i mean i feel like half the population realized a decade ago that internet was the way to advertise and promote mm. themselves but i feel like in the last 5 or 6 or 7 years the other half of the population are starting to of business owners that is are starting to realize hold on a sec i should probably be using this for those that haven't even considered it before could we sort of touch on the benefits of advertising on you know social media or google 
Yeah. Well, if you just look at the way things are going and the way they have been going in the last um, decade or so, almost everything is going digital, you know. Um, people are on their phones all the time, whether it's their phone or their watches or even fridges these days now, smart fridges. Um, you, there are, there's opportunity there to market your product. And I think uh, the big companies like Google and Facebook have obviously realized this um, long ago. And um, they saw this opportunity and now they've made it widely available to um put yourself out there, put your small business out there and, you know, get your brand known, create that awareness around your brand. And the good thing about digital marketing is it's very targeted. Google knows what you're searching. You type in keywords for what you're looking for and they use this to your advantage. Um, If you're searching for dog food and you type in dog food, Google is going to show you ads for dog food. If you, if you're selling dog food and you want to target that, that keyword, you can have your ad appear there. The same goes for Facebook. You know, people put what they, their interests are in Facebook besides their, their age, gender, uh, their married status. Um, people put their interests and their like, their likes on there. And um, Facebook knows this as well. If you um, even mention dog food in a casual conversation, um, uh, Facebook will start showing you, uh, will start showing you ads on it. Um, I think um, yeah. the way they've adapted technology just to almost pick up, pick up on your interests, your likes, the pages that you like, even um, the recognition of your voice and words that are said, although scary it might be, I think it's it's super interesting and it's it's um, sure I think it's just um, a great way to 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 connect people to smaller businesses that are trying to sell the products that they're looking for. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. Because for me, the reason, and again, when I talk to clients about this, and I, because I've, I've got some clients that would, you know, start a business from scratch or that have a business which isn't doing too well, and we talk about it. And something that really attracts me to the whole thing, and the, when I explain it to clients, like something that's really exciting is, you know, unlike a billboard that you just can pay, you know, thousand bucks or ten thousand bucks to put up on the side of the road and hope that people will see it and people will call you. This is a, it's more targeted, you know, so it's literally people, you only pay, correct me if I'm wrong, but you, you normally pay, you only pay if people see something or if they click on it. And okay. secondly, you could track it so you could see how many people have actually done it. And mm-hmm. the third thing as well is I feel like it's a lot more cost efficient as well for those reasons because you're sort of only paying for what it's doing instead of just for being there. Can you expand a little bit on that, on like the measurable side of things? and Because that, that part always blows my mind. Yeah, of course. So um, Google Analytics is a very big tool that we use. Um, this is just a small little snippet of code that you would put on your website or your app or uh, whatever the, to- the digital tool that you're using is. Facebook also have their own version of a little snippet. And this tracks all traffic that, is, that comes onto your website. Um, the good thing about having this as opposed to that traditional form of, of marketing, uh, you mentioned the billboard, that's more of a, a shotgun approach. You know, you're just kind of spraying and praying and hoping that you hit the right target audience that you're looking for. Um, with with this, you can see, you know, exactly where your clients are coming from. Are they coming from your social media campaigns? Are they coming from your organic posts? Are they coming from organic search results in Google as opposed to paid search results in Google? 
Um, so not only can you see where your traffic's coming from and then optimize your digital platforms for those campaigns, um, it also you know, it'll tell you a little bit more about your audience, uh, what kind of people are seeing your ads, and you can adjust again, you can adjust your campaigns to to f- better target those kinds of people. If you know that you only, t- uh, the best kind of people that engage with your posts are between the ages of 25 and 30, then you might want to adjust your campaigns to f- focus on those age groups. I think that, um, you know, besides it being more measurable, being able to see what you're doing, you're very right in saying that it's um, it's more cost effective. You can spend tens of thousands of dollars on a billboard, depending on the length that you want to have it up for, um, and of course the location of it as well. With um, Google Ads and with Facebook Ads, you are uh, so much more likely to find the right target audience that you're looking for, and at a fraction of the cost. It's it's really just a no brain on the cost effectiveness of of this compared to traditional media. Yeah. Yeah, because there's because and and I think the same thing applies to the social media side of of things as well. Because it's something people are always on it, and it's and you can't get more targeted than social media. You know, in all honesty, because you are literally like what you said, you're literally targeting someone's profile. So, for example, if if you're a business and you I don't know you, you do dog grooming, mobile dog grooming, you know, and you are in a particular suburb you can actually target advertising to a particular suburb and you can say, I want to target people aged between 20 and 40 that like these types of pages, which are associated with dogs that live in this particular suburb, et cetera, et cetera. You know, and, um, and when I tell clients this, they're like, oh my God, are you serious? Like they, they just get, it blows some people's minds because they don't realize how much you can actually target these things. And um, correct me if I'm wrong, Jason, but the budget, there's no minimum to a budget, is there? Or is it like normally depends on what your search criteria is, but it's like, I mean, someone could do advertising for like $2 a day, can't they? You you definitely could. Um, while there isn't really a minimum budget for social media campaigns or search campaigns, there's always a recommended budget, you know, and um, the the way I always put it is that the area that you want to target is a piece of bread and the budget that you want to use is the butter on the on the knife that you're going to spread over that bread. If you don't have enough butter to spread over that bread, you're not going to cover the whole piece of bread. So when deciding on an actual budget, you obviously always need to take into consideration the areas that you're targeting. And while you're right in saying that there's no minimum budget, you need to also be aware of um, – the area that you're trying to target, the amount of people that you're wanting to reach comparative to the budget that you're willing to put in. Yes. Okay. Okay. That, that, um, and as far as if people are listening to this and they're thinking, okay, yes, I want to start doing it. Let's say they want to do it themselves. First of all, let's just go down that path. Uh, setting mm-hmm. up a Google ads account, AdWords account, they can do themselves a Facebook. They can start paying for ads through Facebook themselves uh, would you give any tips to those thinking of doing it themselves initially? Yeah. So, you know, I think the tips that I would give is, um, you know, setting up a Google AdWords account and setting up your Facebook uh, business pages and that it's very simple. It's very basic. But keep in mind that when you're setting up those accounts, you want them to reflect your business 
and you want to be um, consistent with your posts. And that's not only saying that, that they must be regular because you should be posting regularly on your social media accounts. And I, I wouldn't overpost because that could be seen as spammy. But um, I would say at least one to two times a week um, is a good amount. And you want those posts to be consistent in design as well. You can post memes and and you can post little motivational quotes. And often I've seen it quite a few times where um, they're just kind of grabbing these photos of the internet and, and posting them to the account. And sure, the, the quotes are great and the pictures are cute in that, but um, nothing's consistent within, within the... Um, their social profiles and i think as a business you want to have that consistency it just looks professional and i think when people land on your pages they see this and they think okay these guys have put a lot of effort into this and they they know what they're doing so um those are just two little tips you know i'd also say an extra tip would be to you need to engage with the community if you're on these um these platforms and you're not engaging as in people might respond to one of your posts they might comment on it they might inbox you in, on your messages and um you need to be engaging you need to show that you have that customer service as well because on top of providing a good product or service you need to show that um your customer uh, service is, is great as well this also you know just helps with customer retention um and that's what that's what makes a person brand loyal These podcasts have been brought to you by Better Financial Planning Australia. To book a free 15-minute phone chat, visit betterfinancialplanning.com.au. And, and and I think it's it's also a concept that people need to grasp as well that have websites, isn't it? And I know we're not talking about websites right now, but just it, this does apply to websites, but even social media yeah. accounts that it's it's essentially your storefront. You know, if exactly. would you leave something old and dodgy at the front of your shop, at your shoe shop, or would you want it always to look fresh and clean? Uh, would you leave the same stock there all the time or would you keep changing what's being displayed? I don't know. I've never worked in a shoe shop, but I assume they like yeah. to change the shoes that are on display all the time. Yes. So it's, uh, yeah, I think that's a, a good way of looking at it as well. Yeah. You know, and just to, just to touch on that again, you know, when it comes to websites and that, um, you need to also just make sure that the content on your website is good. This is just another tip. Um, Besides the fact that people will be engaged in the content when it's, when it's well written and um, it's you know it's, it draws their attention, Google loves content, and the more content, the better the better quality content that you have on your website, Google will pick it up. If you've, um, I assume most people would have indexed their their website through through the, the Google Search Console, which is where Google will crawl your website, index all the pages, and then it'll be put up onto their um, search results. So the the better quality content that you have on your website, Google sees this and they think, okay, this is good quality content. This is what we want to show to people. And then you'll see that your organic rankings will grow with this. That's just a little a tip on um, the SEO front side of things. And yeah, you're 100% right. You know, if you, if you um, put um, your website first into making sure it looks good, that it's um, responsive on all devices because that's another thing Google takes into account when showing or ranking your website. Um, you want a website that works across the board on Macs, on PCs, on tablets, on phones. 
um, that's also just going to increase your rankings um, all the time. So, you know, I think the two most important tips I'd say is having um, a mobile responsive website and to regularly post content on the website. Um, and that can be in the form of blog posts. Um, you want to also drive traffic through to that website. And I mean, that can be done in, in so many ways besides those blog posts and, and posting, posting to your social media accounts, running basic AdWords campaigns, running basic um, Facebook campaigns for engagement uh, that can very much um, help drive traffic through to your website. Yes. And you mentioned organic. Can we talk about the difference between organic and non-organic? <laughs> I sure. know that's the other term, but for um, for, for Google and Facebook. Yeah, sure. So, so organic is um, what I was mentioning before. Um, that is appearing on Google search results without paying um, for ad space. So you'll no normally notice when you um, search something in Google, normally the first three results are, um, are ads and they'll show you with a little block that says ad in it. Then the results after that, these are all organic, organically ranking pages. And obviously it depends on what you type in. Um, you want your website to appear within the first page because let's be honest, whoever goes to the second page of Google, um, that's a, it's a barren wasteland there. Um, so, you know, that's organic, organically ranking websites are those websites that are non-paid for and not running advertising campaigns. And the alternative, which would be um, paid rankings, is um, Google AdWords and creating a Google um, campaign. Those first few results, depending on how you um, adjust your campaign, that will, that will be the paid rankings. Um, so, yeah, that's just um, the basic difference between them. So you've mentioned it already, but it's essentially the whole point and the aim of of all this is to be pleasing to Google. So when people search something in particular, you come out higher and and so that your content is as I guess as relevant as possible. Because in I remember about fifteen years ago when SEO started to become a thing slowly, there were ways of tricking Google. So people would, you know, that for example, they would hide text on a website or they would trick people to click on something in particular because getting more clicks got something to appear further up the page. But over the years, Google's becoming a lot more sophisticated and, you know, they've got an, al an, al an algorithm, which is changing all the time. Uh, can you explain what an algorithm is as well? Because this is something that people would, that would be searching up things on yeah. online, on Google, about Google. Uh, they'd be seeing this word a fair bit. Sure. So um, the Google the Google algorithm is simply the Google's way of um, determining how a website will rank on Google, and that's based on many things: the mobile responsiveness, the content on the website, um, alt te alt uh, descriptions within the images, um, all the all the simple um, SEO tactics. And you mentioned there were ways of tricking Google. Um, these are referred to as black hat tactics. And you're right, you're very right in saying that Google has actually put a stop to most of these just by, by uh, over time tweaking their, their algorithm and um, changing it. And um, people used to do stuff like what you said, keyword stuffing, where they would hide uh, the keywords in text and just change it to the color of the background so you couldn't see it. Um, this is um, Google is can pick this up very easily now. That's and if they notice that you're actually doing it, they uh, will they'll won't rank your website. You're going to rank on like the fiftieth page, 
And what and what are the benefits of using someone like yourself, for example? So, I think a general rule of thumb that most people understand is, you know, you could do something yourself, but if you get a professional, there's a better chance of getting it right and not stuffing things up. In in this type of situation, what are the benefits of finding a professional like yourself to actually help them with it instead of them doing it themselves? Well, um, you know, I think uh, one of the main benefits besides it. Um, saving you time because you know a lot of people are working and they don't actually have the time to do this i think one of the bigger benefits is um we know all the the right tactics to use the whites the white hat tactics um we are more um, proficient in setting up campaigns and while google and facebook do actually allow you to set up simple campaigns that will help you boost posts and reach enga- uh, re- reach engaging audiences. The, if you hire someone to do it for you, um, you know, they're more likely than not able to deep dive into the more advanced um, and more technical side of a campaign. And that can be um, anything from remarketing campaigns where someone would visit your site and once they're off your site, then your ad starts popping up again for them. I think I know what you're talking about because it's hilarious when I, I'm, I'm on Google, for example, even Facebook. And suddenly, yeah. uh, she's mainly on Facebook, but I'll start seeing ads for like Ninja Warriors and all these little toys. And I'm like, and I'll, I'll know what my son was searching on my phone earlier that day or the day before. Yes, exactly. And it's like a That's pixel, 100. isn't it? It's like a, it's, it is. It, it's, so just, Google, it's got a few different names. Google will um, actually allow you to create a remarketing pixel through Google Analytics. This will be placed on the website. And um, every time someone jumps onto the website, they'll be added to a list. This list, which you can keep it open for up to 180 days, as far as I'm aware, um, will um, allow people to, when they jump onto other websites, will allow you to advertise to them. Because they've been on your website now they are in that list and um, they're interested in your product. You want to kind of remind them of that product. So now every time they jump on another website with ad space on it, they'll be shown your ads um, for your product again. It's, it's a way of remarketing. Uh, there's also a similar feature in Facebook that allows you to take um, audi- audiences from your particular page. It could be page likes. It could be an audience that you upload and it allows you to create a, a very similar similar audience. Facebook creates this based on their age and gender, um, stuff that they like, and it will create a list. And you can actually determine how different you want this list to be in the form of a percentage. So if you want the list to be 1% different from what you've uploaded, they'll actually create this custom audience for you based on the emails that you've provided and the profiles that they've linked them to. Um, this will allow them to create a new audience for you so you can target almost the same or similar types of people. Okay. So, so there's, there is a lot more to it then than just essentially as again, just setting an audience and running an ad for $2 a day, for example. Yeah. On the surface, it's, it's very simple and it's very user friendly for anyone that hasn't done, done it before, uh, done it before. But, you know, if you want to deep dive into it and get technical and create those marketing funnels, then, I, I would say that, you know, hiring someone with the expertise is, is much more worth your time and your money. Yes. Now that make, that makes a lot of sense. And and like what you said earlier, it, it is measurable because essentially you would know how many people have come through this form of advertising. So it, it, at the end of the first month or first two or three months, and I know it does take initially a good three months as a minimum to 
really start to work. But over a period of time, you'll be able to look at how much you've spent, what you get out of it, and you'd be able to measure whether it's worth it or not and how worth it it was or how, you know, or whether it was just a waste of time. So, yeah, it's definitely something that excites me. Every time we talk um, about it, it's just, just, again, it just blows my mind, the strategies, the just the way it can work. And for those that are listening, if we can just give them some real practical advice, uh, I recently went and visited a it was like a little takeaway joint basically. And I just made a comment that their Google listing was really, really bad. Like I couldn't see what time they opened or closed and there wasn't much information there. And I made a comment to them that doing these things and adding in like even like a photo on Google on a business listing, it lets people add photos and all the rest of it. It makes such a big difference a for people to find you that are actually looking for you, but also again, for this whole Google thing so that you're more liked on Google. So can you just touch on the that, that business profile that every business can have for free and just how effective it actually is? Sure. So um, that's called Google My Business. Um, it's a very super effective way of getting your business out there, letting people know where your business is. People leave reviews on there and they people can other people can see these reviews and they'll know, okay, this place is worth going to or maybe this place isn't worth going to because it's got a bad review. Um, and it's, you know, it's, it's, it's a free tool that Google provides. Um, what, what will happen is you'll sign up for the account. You'll create a small little profile, including all the business details, the opening and closing times on the days that you operate. You're, you have, you have the option to add pictures of the menu. Obviously, if you're a restaurant or something, um, or just the the premises and uh, what everything looks like, the sign outside. Um, and this, you know, then you'll upload this. What happens next is Google will deliver a verification code to your offices or the address that you've provided in them. And this will allow you to verify your business. And then Google will post your listing onto onto the onto the search results. So every time someone searches um, your business name, then that will pop up and it'll pop up with a small little map. Given the address that you've provided, it'll help people direct them to it. It'll show if your business is opened or closed. It'll show the different reviews that people have left. Normally people can do it um, one to five stars and they can leave a little comment so they can read these. So it's, it's super important, not only for SEO purposes, but I think just as a business in general, you want to be keeping your customers happy and you want to um you know you want these people to to show other people how happy they've been and a lot of people are like that they're not afraid to voice their opinion so um if you had to displease a customer in in any way they're going to go onto this google my business and they're going to maybe leave a scathing review and it's not going to look good on your side so i think um it has its it has its pros and cons as anything does but it's i think it's super important for any business to put themselves out there, you know, as soon as people type in, if they already know what the, what they're looking for and they type in your business name, you pop up immediately in the map results. They can get directions to you straight away. And um, I think it's essential to any business these days. Yeah, agreed. And if anybody wanted to get in contact with you, Jason, to, um, you know, whether it's just to have a chat or to actually pursue, pursue, pursue this type of, you know, advertising for their business, what is the best way for them to do that? So they can email me directly on my email address, which is jason at bpwgroup.com.au. Or if they wanted to, they could visit our website, which is businessplanwriters.com.au. 
and just contact us through the submission form on the contact us page. Yeah. All right. I like to finish all my episodes off with a dad joke. So I don't know if you have any yourself, but uh, why are skeletons so calm? I don't know. Tell me. Because nothing gets under their skin. <laughs> oh, wow. That is, that yeah. is terrible. Terribly good. Thank but... you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I much appreciate it. Oh, have you got any yourself uh, that you can think of? Or? Sure. Um, I'm not much of a joke guy, I'll be honest. Um, I'm more observational humor. But, ah, yes, um, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, 100%. Um, I think when I tell jokes, they, uh, they don't really... Uh, I don't execute them well enough, but uh, you know, if I if I come across any good dad jokes, I'm, I know who to send them to. Oh, please, please! I need a. I've got a little library as well, so I need to. <laughs> a, an extra dad joke here or there doesn't help. Uh, sorry, it doesn't. Uh, it won't hurt. But yeah, I thank thank you again, Jason, for your time. Uh, really appreciate it. And uh, again, I hope anyone listening to this has had some inspiration or some tips on how to advertise their business and take it out to the next level. Thank you so much, Michael, for having me on the podcast. I really enjoyed it. Thanks for joining us on Sharing More Than The Sheets. Please make sure you subscribe to be updated with future episode releases and feel free to share this episode with any friends or family that you think it might benefit. Please visit us at sharingmorethanthesheets.com.au to submit questions or requests for future podcast topics. These podcasts have been brought to you by Better Financial Planning Australia. To book a 15-minute phone chat, visit betterfinancialplanning.com.au.